the book of Acts. The book of Acts. I've been studying this week, and God gave me this message. And uh, I, I was hoping real soon I'd get to preach it, and Bobby asked me, I said, that's it, that's it, that's it. I want to preach on the uh, on this scripture today. I want you to open your Bible. Be sure your Bible is open. Acts chapter, Acts chapter uh, two, 3, brother. Acts chapter 3, verses 2 through 9. Let's stand together and read about something exciting. Something exciting. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was kept, well, was carried, whom uh, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms. Now, if you haven't got the picture, here's a man had to be carried to the gate of the temple. He couldn't walk. He was in bad shape. And this is the place where people went in, and he went there to beg. He needed money, and so that's all he could do. He just sat there uh, to ask alms of them that entered to the temple, who, seeing... Peter and John, about to go into the temple, asked an alm, or money. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him, with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. I always stopped there and said, Had to be a Baptist preacher. Broke as a convict. Amen. But such as I have, now, if you haven't got that underlined in your Bible, you ought to have. Such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and... Say that word. No, no, you're not saying it right. Say what? Immediately. That means like my daughter Joy said, right now. Right now, his feet and ankle bones receive strength. Now, here's the exciting part. If you're not smiling while you're looking down at that, you ought to be right now. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with him into the temple, <laughs> walking and leaping. And praising God. Some of you didn't get that. I saw your eyeballs not rolling around. And he went in with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Now, Father, help me now to use what you've given. Help me to speak only those things you want me to say. Help us today. Bless Brother Bobby. Not feeling well. I pray you'll touch him. Be with us. For Christ's sake, amen and amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> if there's anybody in the world that ought to be excited, it's a born-again child of God. There are so... You may not have got anything under the Christmas tree this year, but if you have been saved, I don't care if it's a hundred years ago, you still ought to be excited about it. That's one of those things you just never do get over. You can catch the itch and get over that. You can have the flu, get over that. You can have some money and spend it and be broke. 
But my friend, if you've been born again, you don't get over that. Now, somebody said, well, I've got used to it. You don't ever get used to it. Don't ever do it. It just gets gooder and gooder and twitter and twitter and turns to tugger. Hello? You don't get over it. So I, I'm a, Brother James a while ago, I like to, I like boxing his jaws. Got up here and said, well, I thought I was going to be dead. Brother Bobby was gone. Well, there's another blue here. That boy's been hanging around the funeral home too much. Yeah, bless God, you better. Dead my foot, we're alive. We've got something to be excited about. Now, that's what I want to preach on today, some things I'm still excited about. August the 27th, 1935, I got born again. I was a little boy about that size, but here I am, an old man, staggering around, stumbling around, and I'm still excited about it. I'm going to tell you something. I, I got, now, my, some of you may not know this, but I got congestive heart failure, and sometimes my feet swell up, puff up like a balloon. I told Christy, she's the shoe department. I said, Christy, get me some shoes. That I can wire now. And, you know, now you think, I've got some shoes she brought me that I can turn around in. But you know I wore them so much now, I like them. But here's what I'm trying to say. I'm excited that I've even got some shoes to wear. Amen. Now then, I will just dwell on that thinking. Here is a man sitting at the gate, sick, couldn't get around, bad shape, and all of a sudden, he finds himself in a place and his ankle bone and feet receive strength. And the Bible says he's leaping up stood. And that's not all. He never run down the corner of pool hall and said, Hey, fellas, look what happened. The Bible said he went in with them. I can just see. Now, i got a middle picture. You just have to forgive me. I get, ex- I get excited. I get a middle picture. I just can't have it. I've got an imagination you wouldn't believe. I'm honest. I got a, I got a full picture and color of this boy going leaping in. And, you know, Sunday we try to put on our best, you know, and we kind of stutter both arms and smell like Avon call. And here's this old boy. Here's everybody sitting. I imagine the women had their hats on, you know. Hats all over the place. You couldn't tell feathers in their hats, you know. You couldn't tell whether it was a chicken house or a church house. Here he was. Now get the picture. Are you with me? Here he is. Oh, if I can hold up under this, I'm about to laugh. I've got a picture you wouldn't believe. Here's this old boy goes leaping down the main aisle, praising God. And here's old sister Wobbles. Y'all said, Lord God, what's happened to him? Well, we'll ask you a question. If you had been sitting out there begging, couldn't walk, had to be carried, and all of a sudden you find yourself standing up, I'll ask you a question. Wouldn't you be excited? Yes. He said if that's that good, there must be something better in there. And he went in with them. And you notice what else? He never stopped walking and leaping. He took it right on in with him. He never got it in there, but he took it in with him. Oh, folks, 
if there's anything we ought to be is excited. We've got something to be excited about. You know, I don't know how I got on this. I, I, I'm honest, I don't, I've never planned it. But you know, some folks are excited about so many different things. Have you saw? Please don't go off and tell all I watch is commercials. Have you saw this commercial, this one fellow? He runs around there everybody said, my cholesterol's down. I noticed him the other day out in the streets dropping traffic telling his cholesterol's down. Amen? That fellow is excited because he's not going to have a stroke. He's, he, he's getting with it. He runs up this car window and said, my cholesterol's down. Oh, listen, here we are, the children of God, born again, saved by grace, blood washed, heaven bound, and we sit around like a bunch of people escaped from a funeral home. Amen. If there's anything, listen to me, the Jehovah's Witness and all that crowd going around saying this and that, and it's not the truth, but we can take the Word of God and tell people about Jesus, and it ought to be excited about it. Amen? ought to be excited about it. If that fellow can get all up in the air about my cholesterol's down, I ought to be excited because I can say, Jesus lives inside my heart. Now the thing about it is, we oughtn't to have to wait till we come to church to get excited. My mama, bless her memory, and I mean that's the truth. You know, I, before I got to know the Lord, she had embarrassed the fire out of me. She'd be in a store and start shouting in front of God and everybody. And I thought, Mama, wait to get to church. She had so much God in her, she couldn't wait. She just let her fly right there. And here we are, do good to come into church. And if something gets exciting a little bit, we might, we just might go and say, Whoopee. Huh? Annie, you, you do that. We'll see. Oh, listen. I'm still excited about amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Sing it with me. That saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now. You mean to tell me that's not exciting? That I never have got over God's amazing grace. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. God's amazing grace. My cholesterol's down. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about God's amazing grace. Now, look at something else. I mean, listen to me. Here I was, 
Now get the picture. See, some of you thought I've always been grown and good looking like this. Well, I don't laugh. Some of you would make a freight train take a dirt road. I mean, God, help, don't laugh at me because I'm handsome. You're as ugly as a mud fence dab with tadpoles. <laughs> here I was, see, you don't know me, a little old boy over here in Polk County, a daddy that was a bootlegger, a Cherokee, I helped him at 13. Here I was, lost. Got under the gospel of Christ. Heard how I was a sinner. The Holy Ghost brought deep conviction on me. I saw I was lost and hellbound. And I found my way to an altar got on my knees, got saved by the blood, by grace. And I want to tell you right now, I am not going to get over that. Amen? There's a song that said, Now, see, if you're lost, if you don't know Jesus, if you've never been born again, here's where you're at. Once my soul was astray from the heavenly way. I was as wretched and as vile as could be. But my Savior in love, I'm not how spelled, gave me peace from above when he reached down his hand for me. When my Savior reached down for me. Hallelujah! When he reached well down for me. Oh, I'm excited about that. And some of you say, well, I used to be, but I got over it. You've got sinus problems. Your cholesterol's not down. Amen? You need to watch the roadrunner. He's persistent. He hasn't given up. He's still chasing that bird. He's going to fall off that cliff the next time I watch him. But he don't give up. Somebody said, well, the reason I quit, somebody said something awful hard about me. Come on up here. I want to box your jaws. I want to knock a knot on your head so high you can climb a ladder and scratch it. What do you mean, somebody? Don't you remember they nailed him to the cross? He said, they persecuted me and they'll persecute you also. Yea, and all the live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. What do you think we're going to look? Just through the flowery beds of ease? Oh, hallelujah. Over and over. I'm not, listen to me. I am not got over. Listen to this. I've not got over his mercy. Mercy, mercy, God, love and mercy. Amen? You say, well, I, I like justice myself. You're lying like a dog. You don't want justice, and I don't either. I want mercy. Without mercy, would everyone be in hell? When justice called, mercy answered. 
over here in the Old Testament, when somebody's sinned, they took them out here and stoned them and killed them. That old girl that they call having sexual act in adultery. They said, why, Moses said, well, I stoned her. But Jesus said, I'll forgive her. I'm always watching these Baptists that's always trying to go back under the law. Trying to jump back under the law. I said, bless God, they deserve it. If you got what you deserve, you'd be in hell right now. You don't want justice. You want mercy. Haven't got over mercy. Oh, we keep on reading over and over in the Word of God where it says His mercy, His mercy endures forever. Say that with me. His mercy endures forever. Where would you be at right now if you hadn't got mercy? You would have been in the burning pits of hell. Yes, you would. Oh, I'm so glad. Hallelujah. I'm excited what God done for me 57 years ago. November the 23rd, 1943. <laughs> Now, we both shout. 1943, God called me to preach. Now, you may not be excited about that, but I am. I am. Now, here, now listen to why I'm excited. See, it, not, it don't show how good I am, what I've done. It shows the greatness of God. God took a nothing out of Polk County, picked me up, Washed my sins away. Wrote my name down the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even put my name in the Cleveland Banner. Put my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. And said, Ed Blue, I'm going to send you around the world. If there ever was a time I could have said, Say what? It was right there. But God has took a little old boy with a fifth grade education. <laughs> I was at a great meeting one time and a fellow that had more degrees on the end of his name, it looked like that. I thought the typewriter got hung up or something. I never saw so many letters after their name in my life. And I preached that day. After service, he said, can I talk to you? He led me way off for He didn't want nobody to see him talking to him, I guess. And he said, I don't understand something. I said, what is it? He said, you said you had a fifth grade education, and I believe it. And I doubt you got that much. He said, you murdered the king's means. That's the worst talking I ever heard in my life. And he said, I heard you say that you was booked for five years. I said, that's right. He said, how many degrees you got? At that time, I didn't have any. And I said, none. Well, he said, why is it that I've spent years in college and all of that? And I, I mean, I've got degrees everywhere, and I, I almost have to beg for a place to preach. Now, I'm going to say this not smart eloquently. It's the difference between having God on you and not on you. Nothing's more sickening. I'd rather be choked on peanut butter and 40 miles of water as to hear somebody try to preach and not have God on them. He'll put you to sleep. 
Amen. You'll sit there and try to act like you're awake and you're about to die. You ever do that in church? Hoping he'll stop? Oh, you're guilty. I am excited about being able to preach the Word of God. Now then, I've got to hurry close if I can. I'm excited about the price He paid for me. Jesus paid part of it. Huh? Really? You mean here you was head over heels in debt, an old lost sinner that deserved hell and mean and honor and cussed and dirty and black and filthy? And you mean to tell me that somebody that uh, left the throne of heaven and came down and went on the cross and died, he died for you? Well, then if that's so, now let me just nail the lid a little bit tighter. And say this, if this don't excite you, there's something wrong with you. You never will be lost again. <laughs> I mean, you know why? Because God said, oh, let me just tell you this. I don't want you, God don't want you to live dirty and filthy. God wants you to live like Christians. But if you make mistakes and blunder and stumble and fall and crawl and get down and fail and misery and misery, when you come down to the end of the way, mercy will still be standing there taking care of you. Amen? Mercy, mercy, God's love and mercy. Amen? When you come down the end of the way and you failed and you made mistakes, and just before you get there, you look up and see a great big mountain made out of mercy. Amen? That's the reason God said, My grace is sufficient. Boy, I'm having a good time this morning. Now, I'm excited about this mercy and the debt he paid for me. But he was wounded for our transgression and was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Yes, he paid it all. We all like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord, get this now, are you listening? This is found in Isaiah 53, 6. The Lord hath laid on him, what? On him, the iniquity of us all. Amen? I believe we ought to sing a verse of that. Would you help me there? Jesus Paid it all, all. Sing it. Sin. Watch it. He washed it white as snow. 
then I'm excited about the provisions of God. Huh? How many of you, God saved and God owns you because of the blood of His Son? That way you've got a terminology you can use that nobody else can use. My God. Not their God, not His God. My God. Say that. My God. Say it again. My God. I'm excited about the provision. My God shall. Not my God may. My God's thinking about it. My God, I hope will. My God shall supply. Say that next word. You're, now, this next word's kind of tricky. It don't have an S on it. It said, my God shall supply all your need. What you need. See, the psalmist said, I want to be young and now I'm old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed back in bread. I'm excited about his provision. I've got to hurry if I can. Then I'm excited not only about his provision, I'm excited about his presence. You know, I've, tra I've traveled all over this country, and the office mess to be in is to be in a dead church where God's not at. You want to take a coughing spell and tell them you took pneumonia and had to leave. I'm going to tell you something. There, I've been in churches where I prayed that there's a trap door and it would open and let me fall through. Dead. But there's nothing like being at God's house when he's at home. Oh, that's wonderful. When the Spirit of God comes in like a great tidal wave, I'm excited about it. His presence. Oh, in John fourteen seventeen, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I'm excited about who's living in here. I know a little girl. Oh, she was a little fellow. Somebody told her this. And she'd go around doing like this thing. Oh. And somebody said, Honey, what are you doing? Well, said the preacher said God was in me and he's been so good to me. I'm just hurt. Wouldn't it be something you went down the street and said, Are you excited about him living in you? But now there's a little thing there you've got to think about. He sees you wherever you're at, whatever you do, whatever you say. He hears you. He's in there. Amen. You better be careful. Lord, I wonder when you're going to get you with that. I'm excited. Folks, listen to me and listen to the old preacher that's been around a long time. I'm praying. I don't mean putting on. I don't mean stirring up something yourself. I don't mean you've got to do that. You ought not to have to work up one thing. It ought to come natural for you to be excited. Just as natural as it can be for you to get out of bed in the morning. And uh, if, if you haven't got big enough shoes, Christy can help you out. 
I told her to get me some black ones. She said, they don't make them that big no more. But listen to me. You ought to be, listen, listen. Did you know to, just to set your feet out on the floor, just to swing out and sit down on the side of the bed, there's people that would give anything in the world to do that. Amen. Don't you know that there's, in these nursing homes across this country, there's old saints of God that would have given anything in the world if they could have been out, able to get out of the bed and, and come to church and enjoy the bed. Don't you know that? And some of you are sitting right here right now, not happy because they don't know. I'm going to tell you something. You laugh at me if you want to. I'm not physically able to do much. But you know what I wish I was able to do? I wish I was able to book five years Why? I like to preach. And my cholesterol's down. Well, I, I'd go to church. They'd just bound to ask me to do something. I don't see why some of you act like you're dead, but maybe they will. <laughs> now, there's something else I'm excited about. Oh, I'm excited about this. <laughs> you know, the Bible said it's more... I'm going to put the word that ought to be in there, but I'm not saying the Bible's a mistake. I'm going to say it's more blessed to give. You know what that literally means in interpretation? We ought to be... It's hilarious. When we hear James said, okay, we're going to ask the ushers to come and we're going to receive the altar. You know what that altar does? That we all say, oh, glory to God, we're going to get to give. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get to give. I'm going to get to give. Oh, I'm going to get to give. I'm going to get to give. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get to give. I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to get to give. See, when God inserted that word blessing, he was saying, I'll bless you if you will. It's more blessed to give than this to receive. Somebody said, what, 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 what's my giving doing? Well, somewhere in this country right now, over Scotland for one, I'm thinking of Ronnie, Ronnie Waters, because you give that missionary can stay on the field. And some little boy or girl may be saved this morning. You say, well, what's that to me? You give so he can stay there. See, that missionary is an extension of this church. How many of you are excited about Can you think of one thing you're excited about? If you can, raise your hand. What is it? What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the water in the baptistry. That's what Church Christ said. Huh? And I'm not trying to be smart or mean. I don't agree with them, but I die for their right to say it. It's America. We're free. Amen. 
Amen. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Because of one man's sin, we all become sinners. That's Adam. But the only thing that makes us whole is to come out of the blood. Amen? Did I see you look at your watch? All right. Your cholesterol down? I'm excited about the invitation. You know, the Calvinists, that you know how I feel about them. I can't hardly... I, I want to love them, and I, I do love them, and I pray for, try to pray for them to get their head on right. But the Calvinists say that just Jesus died for just a few, but He didn't. He died for everybody. You ought to be excited about that. He tasted death for everybody. It's not His will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son of the world, the world, the world, the world. That whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through Him might be saved. I love the invitation. Then let me hurry. I'm excited about my inheritance. What do you mean? Your mom, your daddy was a bootlegger. They didn't have nothing. Now, I'm not talking about that inheritance. I get this. Now, look up here because you, you may not have got the point. I am an heir. To everything that God has. Now then, I want to back up there just a little bit because I never nailed it all down. I'm not only an heir, I'm a joint heir. <laughs> Woo! Now, this is better than your cholesterol being now. Everything. Now, if you come in here tonight acting like dead lice falling off you, you've missed everything I've said. Here's that old boy in Acts chapter 3 went in leaping and praising God. Now, let me hurry and close. This is my last point. I like this one. I'm, exci I'm still excited about where I'll soon be going. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing How many of you have got some loved one on the other side? Mama, dad, brother, sister. Well, I didn't know them down here, maybe. But I'll be like God when I get there. If not get up here, what we shall be, but we know that when each other here, we shall be like Him. So, and if I'm like God, and I will be, I'm going to know everybody there. So if you want me to, now I, I'm, I'm going to soon be going there. I'll soon be going. My health gone, body's about shot. But I'll soon be going. If you want me to, now don't 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 strain yourself. But if you want me to, I'll tell him you said hello. I will. I really will. I'll tell him you was in church, and you were excited. Is that right? I'm going to tell them now. Don't, don't make me tell a, 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 a lie in heaven. I don't want to lie in heaven. Lord, that'd be awful, wouldn't it, Annie? 
Lord God, get there and say, they were excited when you wasn't excited. Are you excited? Oh, I'm excited that one day soon I'll drop this robe of flesh soar beyond the sky. You see, Mama, I, I, I bet you're shouting up a storm. She will, if she's shouting J.C. Penny, she shout anywhere. And an old daddy of mine, I, I got his picture, and Mama said, I look at it. Now, you think I'm sitting if you want to, but he's cool. Okay, that's all right. I talk to him. I said, Dad and Mama, I'll see you after a while. I'm going to be there. I'll see you be there. And uh, I'll see Wendell, my brother, my baby brother. Oh, I'm excited about where I'm going. You know why I'm excited? I'll have a new body. A brand new body. The Bible said he said, I'll make all things new. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. And I believe it, don't you? I'm excited about the inspiration of Scripture. See, I've just got so many things in this I can't stop. But I'm going to go there soon. And... Uh, Zechariah 8 and 5 said, And the streets of that city shall be filled with boys and girls playing. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder if they'd be playing hopscotch. And I, if that fellow's running up in the car, see my cholesterol's down. Can you imagine when he get to heaven and say, No cholesterol? I'm excited. I'm excited. There'll be no more seeing eye dogs. There won't have to be. There'll be no more hospitals. There'll be no more drugstores. There'll be none of that. There'll be no more children going to bed hungry. All things will be made new. Now then, listen to me. Come on, Peggy, come on. Get, get your song ready. Have I preached too long today? If you said yes, if you said, you better not say no, I may start preaching again. Look up here at me. Look up here. Let me, listen, let me talk to you. Old man talking to you, trying to help you if I can. Have you got saved yet? Are you born again? Are you sure? Now, I'm not talking about maybe. I, I'm asking you, are you sure you're going to go to heaven when you die? And sometimes I see people that look miserable, and I, I, I figured it out. They're, the reason they are, they're not, they don't have Jesus living in them, and they're not happy, and they're not excited. But my friend, if you're lost today, today would be a good day for you to get saved. Today would be a wonderful time for you to get born again. He said, if you'll confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Play softly, please. I want you to get saved so bad. I don't want you to die lost. You said, well, preacher, boo, you acted, uh, you acted strange today. Yes, I see. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what he's done for me, what he's doing with me, what he's going to do for me. What if he die and go to hell? Oh, how awful. How awful, how awful, how awful. The blood can wash your sins away. It can make you a new creature. You're under conviction. You see you're a sinner, but you don't want to do anything about it. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every Christian praying.
pray for somebody to get saved today. Just pray for somebody that God will touch their heart. Pray some old backslider will get right with God. Pray for somebody having trouble and burdens. Pray that God will intervene in their case. I wonder if there's a hand will go up and say, Preacher, I don't want to die in the shape I'm in. I'm lost. I don't know the Lord. I'm lost. Would you raise your hand and say, Pray for me? Raise up your hand. I, I want to pray for you. I really do. I want to I ask God today, send somebody here, let me sow some seed in their heart. Are you lost? Are you lost? Are you backslid? Are you away from God? Are you outside the will of God? Raise your hand and say, pray for me. Father, thank you for the privilege we've had to bring the message. Is there anybody here lost today and they need to come, or anybody that needs to come for whatever reason, I pray they'll do it in Jesus' name. Let's stand together, please. Let's stand together.